0: Welcome, my name is Anna.
1: And I'm Monica.
0: And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up.
1: To help us through this crazy journey we call life.
0: So here we are hoping that we can be that for you.
1: So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between,
0: let's take a break together and just hang out.
1: Follow along as we try to share why why you were made for amor.
0: We're literally like done with 2021.
1: We're halfway through the year. I know. I'm still mentally in March 2020.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, for real. When people say, oh yeah, right before the pandemic, I did blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't that long ago, but it's been over a year.
1: By the time you guys are hearing this, it's probably mid-July, which is even crazier because we'll be closer to August. Oh my gosh. (sighs) That's insane. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about... Anna, do you want to introduce the topic?
0: Yes, today we're going to be talking about being the quote quote mom in the group. And I brought this up because I feel like Monica and I have both had those situations where we've been the mom in the group. Would you say you're still currently... No, I'm still, like, um, prevenida, you know? Like, I'm the type to have little wet wipes. (laughs) I have Kleenex. I have this, you know? So like That's, like, a
1: whole other level. Yeah. That's really
0: good. Yeah, like, when I got in my accident, everything was in little baggies. So, they literally just took everything out out easily out of my car when it was totaled Uh and put it into my parents' car. Because everything was, like, in little bags and stuff. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Yeah, I'm not to that point. (laughs) Like, there's nothing in my car. Maybe there's tissues, you know? Uh Uh-huh it's okay it'll happen
0: once you have the baby that's true true. That's you're gonna true. be like diapers and I'll, I'll tell you I'll remind you what to put in your car yeah so yeah.
1: yeah in my personal experience I think I've been the mom of the group because it's related to my personal like family I guess because I'm the oldest sister so mm-hmm. that just kind of naturally made me the mom of the group like the nurturer yeah and even with my husband just fun fact out there for all you she's listeners, a cool <laughs> girl I'm older than my husband by almost two years <laughs>
0: For me, I think it's, I've always been kind of like a nurturer. Like, I've always had friends that need help. If someone's in need, like, I'll drop things and just, like, go and help them if I can. Right. I think that brings up an issue in, like, being the quote quote mom in the group is, like, sometimes you let like, go of yourself because you want to help your friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I've been the mom of the group is, like, I, in high school, I had friends that had really abusive relationships where I would be the one to like pick them up when things went wrong or issues with their families and I was always the one giving them advice or like things like that so that kind of inclined me to be the mom of the group and want to kind of fix their situation which is one thing that is not healthy do
1: you want to give us a little a little more about that yeah
0: so basically I think that having experiences of being the quote quote mom in the group or whatever I've realize now that boundaries are super important to set because let's say in high school I would be the, the one to go pick up my friend at 12 a.m. you know mm-hmm in this situation and like you need to set boundaries so that people know like you need to be respected although you are there for them you Mm -hmm. also have that line to be like okay don't cross this line because i need to also take care of myself and look out for myself because that's not selfish and it feels selfish when you are like that mom in the in Mm -hmm. the friendship you feel selfish saying i need to take care of myself but it's true Mm -hmm. you need to because Mm -hmm. If your glass is empty, then you have nothing to pour into someone else's glass. Right. You know.
1: And just because you're taking that time to take care of yourself, it doesn't mean you're a bad friend. Mm-hmm. It may feel like it for the mom of the group because mm-hmm. we're so used to satisfying everyone, exactly. we're so used to doing things for everyone. But it's like you said, it's healthy to take mm-hmm. that break because our mental health matters. You know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's things that we just can't change. Exactly. Um, so, what are some so, examples of boundaries that you've learned to set throughout the years? Well, I just have learned
0: to set boundaries of like time frames or if i'm tired saying no because i was inclined to just be like yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah let's do this or like if a friend wanted to do something even if i really didn't want to do it i would be like yeah let's go do it and that was because i was trying to protect them or like be there to protect them i think i literally would see my friends as like i need to protect them Mm -hmm. and like that's not healthy you know so now i i see my friends as friends not as like my children that i need to Mm -hmm. protect like if if my friend tells me hey i need you to like help me with this then i'll be like okay protect mode because they asked me to yeah but i don't just turn it on now out of nowhere you know what i mean if if someone doesn't want your help or need to be helped you can't fix their life for Mm -hmm. them you know and that's something that's hard to understand when you're like the mom of the group because
1: you want to protect them you're like you want the best for them mama bear and you want Mm -hmm. the best for them and being the mom friend of the group sometimes it's hard for us to even process the fact that we can't change people yeah and we can't control another human being that already has their own thoughts and
0: opinions exactly you know i think this is very important to bring up in like someone's faith journey because sometimes you're gonna feel like you're being pushed down by your friends Mm -hmm. or like Not shunned, but kind of like the mom of the group is here, you know? Yeah. So She's no fun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's like, it's important to realize that God wants the best for us too. And like, we need to give up control of our friends and just pray about it and give it to God and like, just be the friend.
1: And trust that he knows our friend's plan, you Mm -hmm. know? We do our best to try to give them advice Mm -hmm. or help them in whatever way we can, Mm -hmm. but we can't change people and we just have to when it's to that point we have to trust that God knows why the why and the when Exactly. Because only he knows.
0: Yeah, and it's it also
1: goes back to like going to God in every aspect of your life. Yeah, and exactly. So sometimes as friends, we lose sight of that, I guess, those boundaries because we're mm-hmm. so used to each other. You know, especially if it's a group of friends that's like really close to you. Mm-hmm. And Maybe we do lose sight of those boundaries because it's like, I want to be with you all the time. I want to hang out with you all the time. For example, for me, when I got married, I think a lot of these changed because I'm focused on my family now. Now, which mm-hmm. is fernando and baby now you mm-hmm. know and so i haven't really had to practice these boundaries because i haven't really hung out with you're friends. like an actual mom not now not just like the mom of the friend exactly, group. exactly <laughs> exactly but i remember before that like before fernando before we got married mm-hmm. because even when we were dating we were still part of the same friend group for me i think i would lose sight of those boundaries because i would be like okay we're super close mm-hmm. and those boundaries are almost non existent because mm-hmm. you can say anything and everything, and we think the other person's not gonna get mad, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Mm-hmm. They think that we're not gonna get mad, you know? But it goes back to just having a clear idea of what these boundaries are because if these boundaries aren't set, it's gonna affect us. I know there's been um, instances where recently mm-hmm. I was already married and. I hurt a friend and I didn't even know because these boundaries just kind of were non-existent, you mm-hmm. know? And I didn't hurt this friend by hitting them. It wasn't physical. It was like verbally. Yeah. And so this friend was Anna. <laughs> Hi. I was hurt by Monica. I'm just kidding. We went on a trip to Yosemite and we were on our way back and, you know, we spent the whole weekend together mm-hmm. and we are always very, I think there's no boundaries when we're around people. So Mm -hmm. we just kind of like, I'm myself, you're yourself, and then whatever. Mm -hmm. And so by the time that we were coming back, I don't even know. I don't even remember. I remember. Say it, share it. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let Let me cry. I'm
0: just kidding. No, so I was in the, we were in a big van with everybody yeah and i was in the back and then i was asleep and everybody stopped to go to the bathroom and then monica came back into the car but no one woke me up and then i was like oh i gotta go to the bathroom so she was like are you serious and i was like whatever and then so i just got back
1: into the van and then she She said whatever i'm not gonna go pee and then everybody was like go pee anna like we're already here (laughs) and i was like no like because
0: then i feel like i'm just taking everybody's time and then we were also gonna go somewhere else a quick stop soon so i was like i'll just wait until i'm not an inconvenience so then that's when i went back into the car
1: in these moments you want to control you know and uh-huh. i think it comes down to that maybe not everybody but i know that for me it's a big thing mm-hmm. that i have to work on um personally but monica and i we talked about it like
0: later you know she apologized and and i was like oh yeah like it's okay but we we did like talk about it you know and that's where the boundaries were set where like if we go on a trip in the future and like this happens again then it's like hey monica we talked about this before and that's not okay with me you know right and that's where like we're setting boundaries and it would be different if it was like you did that, and then I just let you do it again, and then you talk to me like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Then that's where like I failed to set my boundaries, right. you know?
1: Yeah, and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about friendship, where when these boundaries are set, you learn from that, and like the friendship grows stronger because there's respect in apologizing
0: and in setting those boundaries yeah. and in following those mm-hmm. boundaries.
1: Yeah, because in a lot of cases, like especially, I always bring it back to being Hispanic, because you know, in Hispanic families, it's really hard to communicate your feelings. Mm-hmm. Or like when you hurt someone, it's really hard to apologize just because these are very uncomfortable situations. And so it's normal to feel that way, you know. But um, if there's something that I learned when I've um, met my husband is that communication is huge, you know, whether it be the mom of the group that has to do it, whether it be the mom of the child, whether it be the friendship or whether it be you with like a random person, a coworker, anyone like communication is so huge. And when it comes to friendship and communication, it makes the friendship flourish it's so much needed
0: yeah i agree because it's like if you just keep it in it goes back to everyone's their individual person and if you inside of yourself you're like oh shoot i messed up but you don't communicate that to the other person then they don't know that you know and if you're hurt and you don't communicate that to the other person then they don't know that Exactly. so it has to be both ways like if monica hadn't apologized i would have brought it up later on you know and been like hey i didn't like how you did this but you did apologize before i would have brought it up so so that's how it went but it's important to be like open to listening about what you are doing that is hurting someone else and To apologizing when you see that you're hurting someone else and it goes both ways because it's also important to be like when you're the mom you're a mom let's say of like a child Uh (laughs) and some moms are are the type of moms to like just be like well it's my kids so i can do whatever i want with with them instead of seeing them as like their own individual person that i'm guiding and showing life and teaching you know and so sometimes that's how it is when you're the mom of the group it could either be i'm just gonna yell at all my friends and make Mm. them do what i want or it's the mom of the group that's trying to guide and like show and love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not always bad but it's just important to like really analyze how you're treating your friends mm-hmm. and how you see them to yourself, how you see yeah. your friends, you know? Yeah.
1: And if you are the mom of the group because you are the oldest sister, I think it's important to distinguishing between who's <laughs> your sibling and who's your friend because mm-hmm. there's certain things that maybe you can tell your siblings, especially if they're younger, that you can't tell your friends because mm-hmm. there has to be, again, those boundaries those tones like like that respect exactly Mm -hmm. there you go like respect which there has to be respect with your siblings too.
0: you know and it's like understandable how it could be blurred because you feel so close to your friends that you're like oh it's like my sister it's like my brother that i'm talking to because your family is your family you know your your blood like you are in this family whether you like it or not but friendships they're optional Uh and if you're putting your friendships down that friendship can end and it's also just as important important to keep balance in helping your friends and letting them help you as well because as the mom in the friendship sometimes it's hard to accept help when Mm -hmm. or even hard to acknowledge that you need help and then that goes back to not being humble Mm -hmm. and like you don't see it that way because to you it's like no i just don't want to bug people but if you can't acknowledge that you need help then you're basically saying like oh i could do this alone i don't need you and
1: i think an example of this is where you're literally in trouble physically or mentally or any spiritual And you know that you need the help, but then you can't accept the help. We always want to, oh, I got this. Oh, I don't need any help. You want to hide it because you don't want other people
0: to worry. But at the same time, like you don't want people to worry. But I think that worries people more because then you're not letting people in. And that's, that's kind of where my mental health issues stemmed from because I didn't know how to accept help. Right. because I never needed the
1: help like that you yeah. know and see for me I've never really experienced this but I've seen it in other people where if they are in trouble we the outsiders can see that they need the help that person sometimes doesn't feel comfortable reaching out for help because she thinks maybe she's going to be a burden or she doesn't mm-hmm. want other people to feel bad or she doesn't want other people to worry or she would just rather hold it to herself mm-hmm. because she's strong and she can handle it but no yeah. it's okay to ask for help and there's some things so beautiful about letting
0: someone into your like pain because the people that genuinely care about that and want to help with that i've I've said this before where it's like you still have the weight that's 50 pounds right and you can't carry those 50 pounds but then like that person that helps you out it's like they're carrying like 20 of those 50 pounds right although that weight is still the same amount of weight like when you share it with someone whether it's with making you laugh one day or mm. whatever the case may be it's like a beautiful thing to let people into that pain and that Hurt and like to be honest and vulnerable. Again, it always comes down it to does, vulnerability yeah. because we're as humans. I feel like we're so inclined to be like, "I can do it. I'm fine." So it's hard to let people in to the pain and the vulnerability that comes with trials, especially as the mom of the group because yeah. you you want to be seen as like, "Oh, like they got their stuff together." Yeah. You know, "Oh, I can go to them." You want to take care of others, so you don't want them to worry about you. But there's something so freeing and amazing about letting people into that it makes your relationship with whoever that is that's you know reaching out to try to help you stronger because think of your mom they also are human they're not this like other thing they're a human that also goes through things and sometimes moms they don't ask for help because they're like I'm the mom so I'm supposed to be taking care of you you're not supposed to be taking Mm -hmm. care of me but then there's something so beautiful about them being honest and being like hey you know what like I'm being honest right now I am super tired and I need your help on this and this and this and then you're like oh okay like let me help you out you know because now we're older now we can do that and it's different than your mom getting super is super tired and instead of communicating that to you she just starts yelling at you and like and then it's like oh snap yeah. you know like there's something beautiful about letting someone into that and being vulnerable and saying hey i'm tired and i need help as opposed to
1: i'm freaking tired can't you see why can't you do it yourself exactly. you know it's the same concept and it's hard because i think aside from being the mom of the group it also stems from society you know Mm -hmm. as women we are forced almost to think that we have to be independent we have to um do this on our own society almost says like we have to do this 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 there's a certain way to do it and we have to get there that way that Mm -hmm. specific way and if we don't do it that way we're wrong or we're gonna fail and so it gets passed through generations well the other day Anna was over and there was a couple dishes and she offered to do the dishes and I was like no like you can't and whenever she's over I don't let her because i'm no, like she literally scares <laughs> me down and i'm like okay i will not touch the dishes i'm so sorry that i even yeah. thought about it <laughs> see but then for me it's like whenever we had guests at my parents house like we do the dishes mm-hmm. we don't let the guests do the dishes because that's just not what you do if my friends are over if my guests are over i'm not gonna let them do the dishes because they're my guests you know i literally tell anna like if you wash the dishes, you're not allowed to come over. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dang, she's kicking me out. That's my stuff. So uh, Anna literally said, "Well, you're gonna have to get used to me helping you with the dishes because you're about to have a baby, and you're gonna have to learn how to say yes to help or something like that." Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I washed the dishes. <laughs> Don't be afraid to accept help, as hard as it may be. I think it's so true. It, it was so hard for me to accept help from my husband at the very beginning it was like no like i have to cook for you i have to clean you know Mm -hmm. i have to do all these things because that's just what we grow up thinking Mm -hmm. you know the mom has to do everything but no like Mm -hmm. allowing him to be helpful has just made our marriage super strong because it's a team you know we're working as a team and once baby comes it's going to be the same thing you Mm -hmm. know if we keep going at it with this teamwork with this i help you you help me i sacrifice you sacrifice we are in this together Mm -hmm. like i think that's just where love grows and love is because you're helping each other
0: and it's the same thing with like letting your friends in and you know accepting help from your friends in whatever ways that you need help and accepting that you're not God
1: there you go because sometimes
0: we think that we can do everything <laughs> the truth is we all need God we all need a break sometimes we all need help sometimes and we ne- we have to be able to acknowledge that and to accept the help from God and from your friends because sometimes not accepting the help from from your friends transitions into your relationship with god you're praying you're asking for things and stuff but then when it comes time to accept what god wants to give you you deny it by your attitude or by just like having that mentality of like i don't deserve to be helped sometimes you push away whatever god is trying to give you because you're thinking i don't deserve to be helped
1: yeah, and it, that just ties to what we were speaking about earlier the fact that we can't change people My husband always tells me where it's like step back from the situation look at it with clear eyes Mm -hmm. can you control the situation and it makes me realize like no like i can't do anything about one their actions two their responses three whatever it may be i can't do anything about it so i just have to kind of move on and not dwell on that mm-hmm. and that's hard to it's do. so hard because it's like we were talking about this last night like we
0: want closure as like humans we just want closure in whatever situation that arises you yeah. know like if a relationship ends you want closure <laughs> if a friendship ends you want closure if you get fired you want closure mm-hmm. like having something abruptly end is not satisfying to us us as humans, you yeah, know, we because want if y- especially
1: if you're in this relationship for 10 years, you know, if you're in this friendship for 10 years, if you're at this job for 10 years, how from one day to the next are we expected to live without that mm-hmm. and be normal? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, as humans, because we're like creatures of habit or whatever, yes. we want closure, and sometimes, like, we can't have that. And it's the time where, again, you need to trust God and trust that for a reason there was no closure, and that's a time where you leave. on God and you say like, hey, I don't get it, but this is part of your plan, you know? And that ties back to being the mom of the group because (laughs) sometimes when you don't have those boundaries, your friends see you as not a friend, but like not exactly your mom, but- They see you as like another category of friend. You know how you're kind of like disrespectful to your parents sometimes and like you kind of see them like, ugh, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes that respect goes down for your parents when you're like a teenager or whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's the same kind of relationship that you create When it's a toxic motherly friendship, Mm -hmm. you know? They see you as less than the other friends Mm -hmm. because you created that relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes when that is dropped, then there's no closure there. And that's hard to go through, but it's something that happens you know it's just like you just have to lean on god always
1: yes i completely agree with you anna um this is going back to your point about when you were talking about you know envisioning our moms um it just came up right now in my thoughts that I was watching a video, Sister Miriam James, and basically she was having an interview with uh, a gentleman and the whole video as a whole was talking about her testimony and how she was brought up into her faith formation. So basically to keep all points short, she was adopted in the state of Texas. It, they were, it was a closed adoption where like she didn't know who her parents were her biological parents so she mm-hmm. didn't know names mm-hmm. like she didn't know anything about her parents nothing yeah. up until now she doesn't know anything about her biological oh, parents wow. and so sister miriam mentions how she didn't know her mother her mother was i believe 17 when she had her, her mother and father and growing up that was something that was traumatic to her in her life it was a traumatic experience not having her mother and her finding out she was adopted because she found out when she was adopted when she was like seven she talked about how she rebelled because she would put the blame on what she went through. Now as an adult woman who is very mature in her faith, she still thinks back to that. But then the thing that changes everything completely is one, God, and two, the fact that she understands that her both her biological and adopted mother are human. You know, she couldn't have changed that. So it ties to the point because all mothers are human, you know, and we all make mistakes as the mom of the group. And as we mentioned before, control is a big
0: thing that, comes with being the mom of the group wanting to control the person that you are nurturing or whatever the case is or helping out and the mistake in that that we fall into is that we try to change people or control people or you forget that the individual is the individual you know and that's something that is so common when you're the mom of the group because you just want the best for everyone and it's not with bad intentions Mm -hmm, it's always just like okay i want the best for you and like sometimes it comes out wrong because we're trying to control the situation or control the individual when like really the intention is just to teach them a, a, a good lesson or to like help them to grow in knowledge or in in wisdom but it comes out wrong and we end up hurting them and in turn hurting ourselves as well and our Mm -hmm. relationship with them and then with that comes the the ability to want to apologize Mm -hmm. you know because in that sense if your intentions are good sometimes you don't want to apologize because you're like well, I didn't mean that. Yeah. So you're like, so I'm not wrong because I didn't mean to to do that. Like I didn't mean for them to feel bad. So I'm right and they're wrong. But then you have to look back and be like, okay, hey, open your eyes. Like True. I love you so much that I don't want you to go through this. So open your eyes. You know, we can say that in like bad relationships where like a friend is going through a bad relationship and you're just like, girl, like break up with him, break yeah. up with him, and but we don't understand. Yeah, yeah. and it's like. You're yelling at them or you're, like, telling them, oh, he sucks, blah, 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 blah. He's how can toxic. You, yeah, how it's can toxic. you see that? And then to them, you're attacking them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm not sorry about the message that I'm trying to give them, which is you are worth so much more than what this man is giving you. I'm not sorry about that, but I am sorry about the way I'm delivering it to you and how I'm making you feel like I'm judging you and yeah. looking down on you when that's not the case. As the mom of the friend group realize that we can't change... The person that's in front of us we can't change how they see life how they view the way that you're talking to them but we can look at at ourselves and say okay did i hurt this person mm-hmm. if i did do i owe him an apology and be tactful about how you apologize because yeah. you want to be clear that like your apology is about the way that you said it or the choice that you had with words but not about the message and that requires again vulnerability and saying i messed up i meant this because i love you and And it came out like this. And I'm so sorry that I made you feel like I look down on you when I don't. You know, you have to look at yourself and say not judge yourself in like a harsh way and be like, I'm unworthy. I suck, blah, 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 blah. No, it's like in order to grow, you have to be able to acknowledge where your faults are. And sometimes being the mom of the group comes with faults that are hard to acknowledge the message that we're trying to give here is that if you're the mom of the group take care of yourself make sure that you're filling up your cup make sure that you know that you cannot change someone you can't fix someone that doesn't want to be fixed even if they do want to be fixed you can't be the one to fix them all you can offer is a helping hand and setting boundaries yes set your boundaries and look within yourself, because sometimes as a mom of the group, you're you're projecting what you don't want to see in yourself onto other people. Exactly. And that's where toxicity comes in and be willing to acknowledge, hey, I'm being toxic right now. Yeah. Or I have been toxic in the past. How can I learn from that? Yeah. You know, and then always at the end of the day, always at the beginning of the day, not the end of the day, <laughs> go to God, be honest with God pray and let him in and say, God, I wanna protect this person. I really have this inclination to protect this person and I don't think it's being portrayed right. And I don't I think I'm being toxic with them or toxic to myself because of my relationship with them so it like b- go
1: both ways yeah
0: so let God in and say God I want to help this person I want to give them your message I want to give them your love but I also want to let you love me and yeah. I also want to love myself um, because above all I can't I I'm not you you know and allow him to be Mm -hmm.
1: him allow him to control the situation this this episode kind of ties into our whole love languages episode two and our friendships episode because even if we're the mom of the group like we still have to love our friends and we still have to allow ourselves to be loved by them you Mm -hmm. know we still have to be there for them we still have to fill their love tank up if it's low. we Mm -hmm. still have to be that friend it's not uh oh I'm the mom of the group I have to do all of this by myself a lot of the times you feel like you're being a burden or whatever
0: as the mom of the group because you're used to being the one that helps out but just know that if you're the mom of the group and you're listening to this like just take a second acknowledge that you're the mom that you're the mom of the group (laughs) and just pray right now like pray god i give you all of this that is stressing me out right now because odds are you are stressed out about someone else's <laughs> issues at this very moment and just give it to God and let yourself be a friend. I hope the, you mom, the mom friends, of the group friends. Yeah,
1: who are listening. I hope that if you are able to relate to anything that we just said today, I just hope that like Anna said, you just take some time to, you know, pray to God. You're a great friend and your friends love you because of how much you care for them. Take care of yourself and find that balance. Set those boundaries.
0: You just mentioned, you know, your friends love you because you take care of them. And I want to like kind of, I guess, bring light to that too is like, that's how it feels that they love you because you take care of Uh them but it's not because you take care of them you know they love you because you guys are friends you know and if you say no to something doesn't mean your friends are gonna be like wow you suck I don't love you anymore
1: (laughs) you're not my friend anymore
0: yeah it's like you say no to them once and they hate you no yeah that's not how it is you know let them love you odds are they've been trying to love you and you don't let them and they're like girl how can I like help you like
1: you know yes so Anna how have you loved this week
0: This week, I have loved by going... To a restaurant with Monica because she was like, Do you mind going to a restaurant with me? Because I'm really craving this food and like <laughs> blah, blah blah And I was like, Alright, yeah, let's go. It's that quality time. That, man, quality, that time. quality time.
1: So how have you loved this week? <laughs> this week I've loved by I was going on my daily walk and it was definitely a father came to pick up his son from the apartment complex where I live at. Maybe he lives with his mom. That's how I understood the situation. Who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong. But there was a truck parked and It was a guy in the, it was like an older man in the truck and the little kid came out of the apartment, ran to his car. So the dad's car got in the truck and hugged his dad. And it was just so genuine. Like the, the love that I saw in that, I was just like, wow, that's so beautiful. And I witnessed that whole thing. I Mm -hmm. saw the kid running to his dad. I saw the dad and the kid hugging. And when I walked by the truck, I just looked over and it just made me so happy. Mm -hmm. And I just like exchanged a smile, you Mm -hmm. know, because it was just so beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. I just looked, I witnessed it at the perfect time. Mm. and so they like smiled back and it was just like love you know like i'm just looking up and experiencing that there's little miracles happening all around you yeah. at all times you know yeah. but yes um thank you guys all for listening we hope you enjoyed today's episode and
0: if you're the mom of the group girl you are loved but
1: yes um you can follow us on instagram at made for or you can email us at made for at gmail.com if you have any questions comments concerns complaints jokes yes
0: don't forget to stay tuned for the groupers and i haven't said this in a while but don't be stingy with your stars
1: <laughs> we're testing the mic testing one two three seven eight but
0: yeah but we're out here aging so
1: <laughs> yes you're welcome oh wait,
0: you didn't say thank you <laughs>
1: It's been eighty-four years at Titanic. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I've always um, leaned more towards or been more inclined (laughs) to. Sounds so creepy. But
1: (laughs) she's like, ew, don't put that in. (laughs) I've always been attracted or not that sounds super weird. (laughs) But what are some examples that um, you set as mom of the friend or the The mom mom of the the group that Exceed, you know, or not exceed, you want them to succeed, S- excel, excel. <laughs> uh, where was I going with this? It's I'm like, a fregona. Yeah, but <laughs> Mrs. Fregosa over here. I'm a husband. <laughs> she didn't know cur- currector- characteristics. Not like a mom all the time. <laughs> You're loved.